everybody's favorite basketball podcast is back, the Space Creators. I am your host, Jet, and your analyst, Jibby. Say hello to the people. What's good with y'all? We space creating. We space What's creating, good? man, because we sure did space create over that break for that uh, Thanksgiving food. Um, boy, I had me some, some rice, boy. Thick, chicken. Some thick chicken. Thick chicken mm. with the turkey. Rice and chicken. I should expect Thanks nothing sir. less from you. Uh, but we, we really hope you guys had a great uh, Thanksgiving. We really in, you know enjoyed the support that you guys have been giving us over the last uh, three episodes. Let me not mess up like I did on our Twitter, uh, TSC Pod on Twitter, at TSC Pod on Twitter. Um, yeah, like it was a good it was a good Thanksgiving, man. I made some desserts. Uh, JB, I'm sure you went and got you a TV. Yes, sir. Got you a. You ready for next year's 2K? To suck? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> At least I get to see myself sucking 4K, baby. You feel 4K me? 4K Spotify, I can't beat it. Ultra HD, yeah. Ultra HD. So, um, obviously, we've been gone for what a week now. We're we're more into a consistent schedule. Uh, last episode's audio could have been a little bit better. That's kind of, I mean, what do you expect from beginners on podcasts? But we are working on that, and we're you know trying new things. So of course, always, always, uh, you know, add us on Twitter, email us, whatever you decide to do, and let us know. Like even if you have any tips uh, for us to get better, um, we're we're always looking. So yeah, let's 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 just I'm gonna get this out the way because today's episode is gonna be more so Jibby's episode. Um, he's got a lot to talk about in the NBA, but we're gonna start off real quick with my Pistons corner. Um, sure. The last time I did a Pistons corner, I almost had an aneurysm. <laughs> um, and we had a guest on the episode, so you know that wasn't a good look. I just smacked the mic, but um, we have been losing a lot recently. I don't know what else to tell you besides the fact that we don't have any fight. Um, Andre Drummond isn't exactly the problem anymore. He's actually been making an effort more recently. And, uh, yeah, at this point, all Detroit teams are at a very bad position. We've been losing so many close games. We lost by three, lost by one. Like, I'm over it. Every time we play the Hornets, we lose by, like, two and a half points. Uh, I'm good. Um, Literally, the last three games, three, one, three. I'm not joking. (laughs) Three, one, three. The last three games worse. we played the Hornets, we lost by three, one, and three. Does that is that a coincidence, Jibby? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, probably not. I don't think so. So, uh, Ooh, conspiracy, conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy. They are not stopping until they get a three hundred and thirteen percent on the year. Wow. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, I keep scrolling back and forth through the wrong tabs, but. I'm not really going to go too deep into the Pistons because I don't, I don't have the energy to give that team anymore. I kind of see why they don't get talked about in the main news because it's just kind of saying the same thing over and over again. We suck. The end. Um, hopefully, we'll get better over the next couple months, and my next Pistons corner won't be me crying in it. So, uh, for now, we're, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about somebody that's actually been doing something to be proud of, and it's everybody's favorite sophomore Luka Doncic. Luka. Luka Doncic. Tied his own career high 14 hours ago. 42 over the Suns. Um, 9 and 11. Damn near got a triple dub. An efficient 42. He's, it's, that's what's different about Luka. Like he, he's leading his team in literally everything except for blocks. And he's scoring like 30, 20, 40 point games. Like it's just... Hey, Nothing, bro. Forget it. I do this when I'm at home. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. Only like there are two spots. There were only two games where Luca did not uh, score the team's highest, and that was in a loss against Portland in their third game, where Przingis scored 32, and a win against Denver by three, where Maxi Kleber scored 14. Like the rest of the games, all him. Nothing under 20 points. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, for the month of November, if I'm not mistaken, he's been averaging a 30-point triple-double. It's ridiculous. You can't be mad at that guy, dude. Like, he does everything right. And I'm, I'm excited to see him. 
uh, move on from the season from where he is currently because he can only he, he can do nothing but get better at this point. He has MVP potential. Yeah, and what my he's, he's trying. Yeah, bro. Like like um, I would say that if the Mavericks are somehow a top three seed in the West, he's MVP. Um, I know that's like a, a tough take because there's Giannis over there with no help, but Porzingis is not playing like himself, and Luka's been carrying that team all the way through, putting up crazy numbers for a sophomore player. He He's literally only played one season in the NBA. So my thing is, if they're a top three seed and he's able to average a triple-double or be close to that, he'll be the only, like the third player, I believe, to average a triple-double for a whole season. And he'll for sure be the youngest to do so. So I don't see how he wouldn't be MVP if they're at least a top three seed. It's a long stretch to say that they'll be top three, but I'm just saying he has that potential. Like, I really love watching him play, bro. He's he's straight up unstoppable. The step back, yeah. man, come on, man. That step back gets people all the time. And the thing is, it's slow, but you cannot stop it. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's just fundamental. It's fundamental. When something is so fundamental, and I think the fact that he works with the Mavericks kind of helps that. Because they had Dirk. Yes. And, I mean, Dirk had a German shooting coach. But still, like, that's a pretty good uh, team in terms of consistency. Um, but it, I'm happy for him. Very happy. Because he came in this league. A lot of people doubted him for being such a high pick. And now he's, like, y'all was saying, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all called me whack. I'm not worth the third pick in the draft. Hey, quick question. Yeah, what's up? If if you're Atlanta... Say it again. So, if you're Atlanta, right? Okay. Um, Do you regret the trade yeah. that you made for Trey Young? Yeah. Not only... I, I only reason I say yes is because Trey Young is good. He is a great player. And right. it's not taking anything away from Trey Young because Trey Young has been balling, too. But I feel like Trey Young could have did that anywhere. So the fact that they kind of got rid of Luka, I think they probably would have been in more of a winning situation. But I don't mm-hmm. think that the, the Hawks are in a win-now mood. Um, I don't know what kind of mood they're in, but I don't think it's a win-now one. Um, did they lose in the trade? I say yes. They could have probably gotten way more for Luka. Than just I don't Trey. know what the pick that they got translated to, but I know that they traded for not just no. I know Trae it's Young, more. It was like more than just Trey Young, yeah. but that's like at, at you have to kind of question: was it worth you know drafting? What, yeah. What what was it that down? Who tra- who drafted for who? Did Atlanta so, trade? So, um, uh, so like Atlanta had the highest pick. I know and they, they had him traded at three. down with the Mavericks to, uh, sorry to basically make that work because the Mavericks wanted him, and they traded up in order to get him. Okay, um, yeah. so Dallas was really just kind of smart in that situation. I don't feel like with the stats that Luke is putting out, you can really say that they lost. In any form or you know or fashion. Oh no! Oh no! Dallas one hundred percent did not lose a trade at all. And I think that might just be the only reason. I'm kind of I'm trying to go back and see like what exactly they they got for him, but I don't think it'll probably show up. Um, what is wrong with the Hawks? I, I kind of want to just touch on it just a little bit. Um, I'll tell you what the problem is. Um, they're they're pe- okay. Cam Reddish looks like dog shit. I'm going to just come out and say it. Um, I watched a lot of Duke games for Zion last year, and he looked like a a dude who could flourish if he got the ball more in his system. Mm -hmm. With Atlanta, like, they're mainly trying to use him to be, like, a a catch-and-shoot dude, but he's not really a focal point in offense at all. Like, it's mainly been the time to do what he normally does. Yeah, yeah. It's mainly been like the uh, Trey Young show 
with Jabari Parker. Yeah, since, I see Jabari's uh, kind of balling. Yeah. Only because John Collins got suspended. So, like, the whole team looks off because of that. But that's fine. I didn't anticipate them to make the playoffs anyway. So Yeah. Um, they're still that's kind okay. of in a, They're in a, a weird place of, like, talented but still rebuilding. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. And it, I think most of their rebuild is more so in the front office and the, like, the coaching staff because something's yeah. got to be going on there. Are they just trying to develop their talent right now? Also, Luka is first in the NBA for player efficiency. I know that's a very important stat for us. But I'm, I'm telling you, bro, if the Mavs get a top three seed, I think Luka's going to be an MVP. And I still got Giannis, but I'm just saying, if they reach I top think the, three, wouldn't be surprised. I mean, when we talked about when we talked about um, MVP discussion, it was we already said that nine times out of ten, our opinions will, are subject to change by the end of the year. And yeah. Lucas said he must have heard the podcast because he was like, "Oh, y'all ain't even gonna put me up there, huh?" Right. <laughs> now, now we have no choice but to to talk about him, and he's proven why. He's first in player efficiency rating, third in scoring, second in assist. Like, hey, he's that man, <laughs> Mama. There goes that man, and yeah. I, I'm 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 happy that the the Mavericks found their second piece, uh, post Dirk. Yeah, and it's just it's just crazy because I I need Porzingis to show up, dog, and yeah. I'm not putting too much pressure on him. I'm pretty sure next season is going to be the the season actual actually breakout for him. But it's still crazy how they or got or even two, after that like, All break. Yes, like they got two generational pieces, so I think that's pretty good for them. Yeah. Um. So speaking of generational pieces and people moving on. Uh, from <laughs> from Don't their generational that. piece. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> what you mean? You did that to me. Um, so your favorite team, the San Antonio Spurs, are <sighs> seven and thirteen, which means they are six games back from our uh, initial bet. Yes, of them getting the fifty percent. Before the new year. Now, yeah. we didn't kind of establish this in the bet, but mm-hmm. I'm a very I'm a very specific betting man because I know you like to play loopholes, so we're going to talk about it now. <laughs> okay, what's good? The Spurs have to stay at 50 by January. Like, they can't drop under 50 by January. Wait, what? You didn't say that in the last That's why I know. That's why I'm telling you now because I know you're a loophole around it. It's too easy. That's too easy of a bet. It's too easy of a bet, bro. Any team can win. Any team can win (laughs) six games, bro. Any team can win (laughs) six games. Any team can win six games, bro. They play the Pistons next, bro. Come on, dog. Listen, listen. I'm about to show you that. We got the clips up. Listen, 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 listen. Do you know what their next six games are, bro? This is this is their no. next six games. Detroit, that's a dub if they can play correctly. Houston, they going they might lose that game. That's that's iffy. Sacramento, they might lose that game oddly enough. Cleveland, they beat the, that's a dub. Phoenix, the, I don't know. Houston, I don't know. Okay, this this schedule is a lot tougher than I thought it was when I first that, looked at it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. forgot a lot of these teams are way different now. Right. Never mind, bro. Never mind. The best still the <laughs> same. Best still the same. You got it. You got it. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I, it's just because I, I still be underestimating some of these teams, and like you got to look at teams like crazy. Sacramento yeah. and Phoenix yeah, and yeah. like Brooklyn and be like, okay, wait, they can actually win. So never mind. Never mind. That's you why we it. made the bet yeah. because we look at the schedule yeah, and it, it looked like it was a tough schedule. Like it's gonna be tough for them to crack five hundred before January. Okay. But hey. Alright, um, you got it. There I'm gonna be honest with you. You think it's you lose not, that? Uh, are things looking good right now? No. But they did shut out the Clippers last night, so they're working they did. on stuff, you know. Listen, they made you playoff P show his face again, so you know. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games. You got twelve games. They have to win half of the games. That's all they have to win is six of them. Look, just six. If they make the playoffs, I'm Gucci. So listen, if they make the playoffs, you still get your money. 
But I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> I honestly don't, bro. Listen, they lost so many games back-to-back. It's so bad, bro. I just need them to go 500 for the one time for you, boy. You just want that 25 um, once, huh? Listen, because literally, if I can just get them to go 500, I'm at least at 25. So even if they don't make the playoffs and I have to give it back to you, at least I don't you, lose You nothing. even out. Yeah, that's why I put the bet right. up there like that. It's more so <laughs> It's more so me losing because I'm just that confident. I don't think that they're going to they're gonna make it, but I, part of me wants to see it just because. Uh. <laughs> I got faith in Popovich, man. Listen, you can't never count Pop out. That's like asking for a beating. Um, yeah. But enough about our, you know, you about to lose a lot of money. Um, <laughs> count. <laughs> no cap <laughs> No cap and you know it <laughs> The cap is off like the toothpaste So uh, The Lakers Bro Lakers been balling Like no matter what Do you want to say about them Hooping Don't matter. They're hooping They're tying the franchise best for the best season start I was going to bring that up Since Kobe and Shaq Yes since Kobe and Shaq yeah. 10 years ago their last championship. Just saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Last LeBron time they won 17 and two, they won like, a championship. But LeBron is looking like LeBron. LeBron. Bro. Yeah, like, bro. Assists and all that. Like they they got him messed up. And now AD He's is averaging a double double. Like, come on, man. Dwight Howard, bro. Dwight Howard's like, playing like Dwight Howard. Hey, on, I mean, he could he could do better in the rebound aspect, but I mean, we, you got a lot of rebounding pieces on this team, so. But it's like he gets the clutch rebounds yeah. when they matter. That's that's what I like with the putbacks, and he's just playing his role and the blocks. Like they're playing defense too. To me, you can't scapegoat the coach no more. If they have a start like this, he's not getting fired or nothing. Like you cannot scapegoat the coach. Nah, and they've been I don't think so. they've been playing. They've been playing. They've been playing. So. Uh, I mean, do you think that schedule plays a factor into? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. But my thing with them is a lot of LeBron teams always have a slow start regardless of what the schedule is. Yeah. For them to have won this many games in the beginning consistently is a big thing. Even last, last year, they, they had that. a bunch of games they could have won. Yeah, last time they did that, he, he got his championship. So That's what I'm saying. So, um, hey. I'm sorry. I'm looking at we we get on uh, you know ESPN to see our stats and stuff, and I'm currently looking at the schedule for the Lakers, and out of the corner of my eye, all I see is Blake Griffin says Pistons lacking fight after lost. <sighs> he's not I, lying. He's not lying at all. But that's not my place anymore. Um, they played Dallas tomorrow. That's gonna be a good game. I'm watching. That's gonna that, be a, a first a game. Great was game. Lit. Yeah. Hopefully, I get home and enough time to watch it because it's on at four p.m. But I'm doing charity work tomorrow. Oh, so. four p.m. Yeah, that's it's okay. an odd time for a West game. So that's why I'm yeah, like, that's different. All right. Um, I was fully expecting to have to be up late watching this game, but that works. Now, uh, AD recently went back to to New Orleans. Uh, mm-hmm. Came in there, dropped forty-one and nine on their head, and left. <laughs> With the dub. That game was so good, bro. Listen, first of all, I'm mad that Lonzo couldn't get a chance to play. I'm a Lonzo fan. I feel like that would have been a really good, like, to have all of the pieces of the trade playing against AD. But it's fine. It's going to be another, another NOLA chance. game, just like there's going to be a NOLA game for the Lakers. Um, It was a very good game. Drew Holiday was going off. A lot of guys just weren't able to hit shots. AD didn't go as crazy in the fourth because because of, uh, of an injury, but he he still got like the game winning clutch steal and free throws. So like that was his game for sure. But it's it's very exciting to see what the Lakers are doing. I got to be honest with you. Um, I like it a lot. Um, I mean, how can you not? Honestly, yeah. if you don't, you're hating. <laughs> Simply yep. put, like you can't. The, the teams won what ten straight. Uh, yeah, bro. Seventeen and two on the season. It's consistency. That's the biggest yeah, thing. Like, I don't it, care. It would be like, different if they were like 
losing games in between, and yeah. like we're like, oh, LeBron's not playing as strong as he should. Da 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 da. He's no, not they're just defense. winning. No, he's they're just they're just doing what they're supposed to do. They're playing like the team that we expected them to play like. When AD exactly. signed to the Lakers, we're like, oh, snap, LeBron and AD. And yeah. guess what we're getting? LeBron and AD. LeBron right. out here hitting jelly layups over freaking Bertans. And like. Oh, by the way, I just want to hit you real quick with this uh, fact, okay? I'm listening. Lakers are undefeated when KCP scores above five. I just want to let you know that. I mean, all I'm saying is. I said that. <laughs> like all KCP, <laughs> look, KCP, all he has to do is either not be on the court or score the ball. Literally, that's it's, make a decision. It's make a decision, and if you want to be on the court, then you got to score the ball. I think that goes for anybody. Simple. Like right now, I, I'm I'm glad this finally happened, but uh, KCP is like all the way down in terms of shooting guard uh, depth. He's the fourth shooting guard. He plays second on a – what's this thing called? He plays second on a small forward. But I don't really count that because LeBron's playing point, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I, yeah, so, I'm not. I'm not. Look, which, by the way, minutes, point, Bron, point Bron. Point Bron. He's going to lead the league in assists. It should, here that, that should have been something that teams did, like, a long time ago. Like, everybody that yeah. – look, I hate, to, I hate to compare it like this, but, like, People do it in 2K all the time where they put LeBron at point, and it literally 100%. always works. It just makes more sense to put him at the point. He can, yeah. He's going to force the ball down the court and keep the tempo up 24-7. Yeah. Man just dropped 33K just because he felt like it. He's not even a scorer for real. But. Not even a scorer. He said, hey, 33,000, that's cool. All right, next to the, you know, on to this next game, though. First and assist already. Probably going to finish first and assist. At small forward, just want to say that. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, I, I mean, you could say that he's starting as a point guard, but he's a small. This man is six. Overall, for his career, he's he, he's basically been a, a small forward. Yeah, he's yeah. six foot nine, two hundred fifty pounds. Dang, basically yeah. six foot eleven. If you put his shoes on, come on, guys. You. Yeah, come on now. You got to give him. <sighs> I'm sorry. Um, I don't want to be one of those. You know, what do they call them? Bronze sexuals. But <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta give it up. You gotta give people credit where it's due, yeah. bro. Like they lost that game against LA in that first game, and then and then they lost, lost to, to the Raptors. Yeah. After that, they said, "All right, I'm good." Because it's not like they lost that first game, October 22nd, and didn't lose again until November 10th. That's and very good still. Have been winning ever since. And I don't think that yeah. they'll probably lose again, knock on wood, until they play either. I, I, it's going to be some BS. And I feel like they streak is going to end at like a weird team. And hey, bro, Melo might give them 30. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's probably going to end up being like a Portland, Miami, yeah, Indiana, like one of those weird teams. They're not going to lose to Indiana because they don't have the size. Oh, well, never mind. Milwaukee right after that. That, that that's gonna be a prime time game. I'm I watching think that. that's probably gonna be they 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 problem right there. I mean, don't I'm get me wrong, that. they have some hard teams to come up against. Like we said, Dallas could give them trouble tomorrow. But yeah. um we're recording this podcast on the what is it, the 29th or thirtieth, whatever the day is. Yeah, the thirtieth of November. Yeah, so 30th. Yeah. December first against Dallas. I, I don't know. They could win that game, they could lose it. Um it all depends. It all depends on if Luca goes out there with the Terminator eye, um, yeah. and nine times out of ten he's gonna go out there with the Terminator eye. And look, I'm a Bron fan, but I want to see Luca drop fifty. Just saying, um, I do. I, I really want to see him drop fifty against LeBron, just because it'll submit yeah. uh, Luca for post LeBron, and it'll cause a frenzy on my Twitter. So I enjoy that. Hundred percent. But um, speaking of uh players going back to their original teams in hostile environments. I'm going to sit back the on Celtics this Celtics <laughs> went back to well, – I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Nets went to the Garden to play the Celtics. Now, Kyrie's been hurt for a couple of games, so he wasn't there. And 
obviously he still got booed um even though he wasn't there which is kind of crazy and like they kept like uh having signs up talking about Kemba's uh greater than Kyrie let's stop the cap we know that's cap um but that's not why I wanted to to address this it it's really Kyrie's response to everything on IG so he went on Instagram scrolled through um he talked about like how basketball is entertainment and there's deeper things than just basketball and how it's life and all that cool stuff what made me mad was how long the post was but not just that but how you have that response right when they're booing you but when you went back to cleveland you didn't have that same response yeah you just played the game you know so so now that you're going back to boston and now it's a, a spotlight on you more you now want to have the ig post but when you went back to to cleveland as a Celtic, that wasn't going down so yeah, yeah. It's, 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 he's picking and choosing where he wants to be angry. Yeah, and it's just frustrating to me because Kyrie's not a soft dude. Like I know for a fact, the next time he plays the Celtics, he's gonna try to go for for forty. Like like he'll I know drop, he'll probably end up dropping. I'll say forty two. He could do that. Yeah, definitely. That's what like, I'm saying. Go ahead. I just don't like how how fake hurt he acts sometimes. Like bro, it's really not that deep. First off, you 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 told them, right? I'm gonna resign, or or sorry, I'll resign if you'll have me. So how can you be mad at them for being mad at you for not resigning? You didn't have to say that. <laughs> you could have just been ambiguous the entire year and just left, and no one would have had a problem. But that, on top of the locker room drama stuff, where like sometimes he'd have weird moods and all that stuff like i get that personal stuff was going on in your life but that still doesn't give you the greatest excuse to just be a dick to your teammates from time to time yeah. and like i i like Kyrie irving Kyrie's a bucket but to me like all this extra stuff has to stop bro like you always say it's it's a lot deeper about basketball who, who are you to tell a fan who paid money to go to the game, who paid money to watch you all season, last season, regardless of what people were saying about you. How can you tell them how to feel about you? Yeah, you Like, can't, let it go and just play basketball, bro. I don't I don't. That's understand like that. you being a, a like a musician. Like, or no, I don't even want to say a musician. And it, it's completely opposite from being a musician. Like, being a musician, that's your art. You yes. have control over how you want that to be created. But when it comes to basketball, that's either like, it's either you play good or you're bad. And if you playing bad, then somebody's going to be like, hey, bro, you playing like trash. And if you're playing good, then people are going to appreciate you for it. But in this case, you just kind of being, you kind of being a little bit spoiled, nearly. Yeah. Like you, don't get me wrong. Mental health is a very serious thing. Everybody goes through it. We all, it's kind of become more of a staple in the league since Kevin Love brought it up in that Players Tribune article. But, mm -hmm. At the same time, when you signed up for the NBA and you signed all those super maxes and all that stuff, all of that money, it no money is free. No matter how you get it, no money is free. Like, that money had to come from somewhere or it's going to cause something that's going to give you some type of trouble. No money comes free. More money, more problems. Right. And in your case, you just signed a deal for how much? And you're bro, expecting people bro. to not get mad at you. They're He's paying like you. Mil They're paying. Like, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Year, the bro. fans are, like don't get me wrong. Like the, the, the NBA is the people that are paying you. The, the owners of the team are the people that are paying you, but the, the fans are paying the owners, which the owners are paying you. So the fans yeah. are in fact paying your bills. Like basketball is a billion dollar industry because of the fans you can't tell a fan how to feel just because they booed you what <laughs> come on dude come on, man. like do you come know on, how bro. many do you, do you know how many people went to the to the to the TD garden and probably played against the Celtics and heard so many racial slurs that I can't say you know, on this so, podcast so many people probably bro like like come on man I go to Pistons games sometimes and I hear stuff that's like outlandish by people of the Caucasian manner 
listen. No offense to my Caucasians out there, but to the people that are racist, fuck you. You don't need to listen to this podcast anyways. Bad. Anyways, <laughs> um, you can't. Like, there... <sighs> It's a lot of things you can and can't do, and this one is not something that you should be wasting your energy on. Because at the end of the day, the fans are still gonna think what they want to think, and I guarantee you, if you go change, to Ky- yeah, I guarantee you, if you go to Kyrie's comment section right now, it's a whole bunch of L's. <laughs> it's yeah, nothing bro. but L's, bro. And ever since he's come in the league, he's been doing nothing but put himself in the spotlight even more. If you look at LeBron, LeBron is in the spotlight, but he doesn't make the effort to put himself in the spotlight even and he further. He's the most hate from a he, lot of people. And LeBron has been getting hated on for like at all. 16 years. Come on, man. He's in his 17th season, and he's not one time have you ever seen LeBron James get on Instagram, get on and Twitter, snap. and yeah. snap to the degree where you go, Okay, LeBron, you're being a big baby. Did he do some weird stuff with the whole Hong Kong situation? Yes, he could have handled yeah, that better, yes, much did. better. But that's kind of a weird situation. Politics is a weird thing that should not be involved in sports because those two things just don't coincide. Sports should be separate from the, the person that plays the, the sport, a.k.a. That should be outside the game. We're talking about stuff inside the game right now. And in this case, people can't boo. I know this is your rant, but that you, you brought up a really good point. I couldn't. Like, oh no, this ain't even it. like the the biggest thing I'm mad about. Yeah, this is just one thing because again, I'm a Kyrie fan and I can't really say much because he hasn't been playing. But you weren't even there and they booed you. Get over it. That's something you should have expected from how you dealt with the Boston media and how last year went. I just want people to get over it. Like I'm fine with the boy. I don't care about that. But to me, the fact that we still talking about last year. When they're in two totally different uh, situations, people need to let it go and just let them play basketball. Now, it's going to make their matchups very interesting, and that's a good thing, but I just don't like all of this, like, hype over nothing. Like, bro, they're going to boo you. Let it happen. Like, embrace that shit. You didn't hear AD talking crazy about, oh, they booed me. He knew what time it was. You you have to play that villain card. Like, take that energy. And drop 50 on them niggas, bruh. Like, I'm not about to get on Call of Duty and somebody goes, or 2K, we'll just say 2K. I'm not about to get on 2K and we go to the to the park and somebody on the other team is like, nah, bro, you garbage, you garbage. And I'm not about to sit there and then get on Twitter afterwards and be like, real gamer, you suck. You called me trash. You don't yeah, understand don't, nah, that this 2K stuff, it's, it's, not, it's just a game. You have to understand the art of 2K. No, fuck that nigga. I'm about to drop him off, and then I'm gonna talk mad shit when he walking off the court. Like, we live in a in a society where you have to have very tough skin. This is the internet era. If I was raised <laughs> on that, I was raised on the internet, bro. People used to call me some of every name in the book, bro. You can't let that stuff get to you. Like it used to get to me, but then you gotta realize, like, if you as competitive as you say you are, and you're, you're one of the coldest point guards in the league. Nobody's doubting that. But when you get in your own head and let these fans get to you like that, yeah. you, you're you nobody. You're going you're gonna to turn yourself into a nobody by thinking too much about what other it's people think time, about bro. you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not worth it. You're We know that you're one of the greatest point guards in the league. You're one of the greatest point guards of all time, damn near. You mm-hmm. have championship rings to prove it. We know who you are. We say, we say Sometimes we say you single-handedly gave LeBron a championship. So it's like, just relax, brother. Go out there and play your game. Like, it's... And, like, Go ahead. I think what you're talking about here is a very good point because it sounds like Kyrie cares a lot about his reputation and how how people think of him. But this, to me, is like a perfect transition to my next rant yeah. about uh, another point guard. Um now, look, th- this is going to be a rant because I'm just mad. Like, <laughs> I don't really, like, yell too much about stuff, but it- it's very it's very annoying because my thing with Kyrie is Kyrie has been aggressive, right? We've seen Kyrie go off or whatever. Even though he does his weird shit on his social media, that's fine because, you know, when it's time to go to the basketball court, he's going to perform. What has Ben Simmons been on, Eric? <laughs> I'm dead ass asking you. I don't know. What has Ben Simmons been on? Hey, listen. I can't. 
can't listen. This is just like the Pistons, bro. I can't. I can't give you an answer. I'm not a Philly fan. I'm a Golden State fan. I don't take that how you will. I don't care. Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year, averaging 16, 8, and 8. Since that point, his numbers have not increased dramatically. Last season, I barely saw any improvement. And everyone says, oh, he's like LeBron. If he gets the jumper going, then he's not like LeBron. I'm tired of hearing that shit. Yeah. Can he pass? Yes. Can he facilitate? Uh, get boards? Yes. But LeBron was aggressive. Ben Simmons does not understand the concept of spacing. Like, when I, all I can do is slash, so I stand in the paint, my big man has to shoot threes. Someone who's seven foot should not be shooting threes. The point guard should be shooting threes or long twos. You got to be going scoreless and Ben Simmons not being aggressive, but we'll get to Embiid next. I'm I'm staying on Ben Simmons. The last time I checked, he was averaging 13 points a game. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. Yep. The the uh, the dude who was supposed to be an All Star this year, who's supposed to take a big leap because now the uh, locker room cancer, Jimmy Butler or whatever y'all want to say, he's gone. So now you got Ben Simmons, you got Tobias Harris, you got this whole nucleus. Ben Simmons posting these workout videos. He's doing these long twos, these fadeaways. I haven't seen that in the game. <laughs> he posted all these YouTube videos. Ooh, shot here, shot there. Ben Simmons got that confidence. Haven't seen it. Makes one three-pointer in preseason. People going dumb like they won the fucking championship. And one in the regular. Then, no, oh, right, right, right. And then, and then you get to the regular season. He makes one three-pointer. And people were like, we're going to win the championship. This is good. This is good. When I watch his game, he has moments where he can be one of the top-tier players in the league when he's aggressive and he's knowing what he wants to do. But that dribble handoff shit that they do and how all he'll do sometimes is go to the paint for a layup or a, a, a running hook or like a, a post-hook shot, he, he's not even really attempting regular twos. And no one's talking about it. We all letting it go because there's other stuff to talk about. But I'm upset because I expected more from Ben Simmons. I expected a lot more. Mm-hmm. You cannot compare someone to LeBron if not aggressive in, in, in any facet of the game. Luke is more like LeBron than Ben Simmons That's for sure. That's what I was about to say. Luca, Luca has been taking more of that uh LeBron title more than anything. and he's a sophomore player and what makes me so mad is I was one of the only ones saying Donovan Mitchell should have won rookie of the year over Ben Simmons primarily because Donovan Mitchell showed me more confidence to take those shots to will his team to get into the playoffs in the West yeah no one had Utah making it yeah I don't want to hear nobody cap was like oh Utah no well because no one expected what Donovan outside Mitchell of our, outside of our friend group nobody had him making it like come on man I was getting mad because I saw Donovan Mitchell take those shots to at least put his team uh, ahead. He tried. When it's crunch time, Ben Simmons turns into a power forward who can't do shit. And it fucks up the entire space in front of the entire floor. So MB got to shoot threes. But but I'm going to end that part on Ben Simmons because I really want to get to MB because he about to get the smoke too because I'm really getting mad. People have Philadelphia... Going to the championship over the Bucks, I don't believe that shit at all. You want to know why? Not no more. Because both of their star players are not aggressive. Now, MB can be the most dominant center in the league. Yeah. To me, he's the top three center. I don't care what nobody's saying. I I have him when he's like doing stuff correctly. When he's not hurt, he's the best center in the league, in my opinion. Before him, it was Demarcus Cousins before he got hurt. But that's another story. I'm not gonna bring that up. What's frustrating to me is Embiid went scoreless. Zero for 11 shooting. And the popular thing for people to say is, oh, well, I scored zero points. So he scored zero points. Like, that's really bad. And that's true. That's a fact. But what irritates me more is you got rebounds. You got assists. You can't get to the line to score one point. No. No. A big man cannot go scoreless 
in 2019. I don't care. You can have two or three points. Ask performance, get on. You cannot score zero points. You cannot. You can't score zero points and then expect me to say, oh, Philadelphia is going to the finals. You wonder why I can't say that? Because even when Giannis has a bad game, he's still getting to the line. He might airball the free throw, but he's still going to get to the line and you're not going to be able to stop him. Oh, but the coach is probably the biggest fuck up ever on the entire roster because he, he hasn't been getting them to be aggressive. A lot of that deals with the encouragement that the coach gives you along with the schemes. They've been shit. And they're just winning because they're taller than everybody else and they got talent. So I'm mad at that and I really want them to get that stuff up there. Again, it's a long season, but I'm not seeing no improvement at all from them whatsoever. But um, I'm not going to waste no more time with the podcast talking about those two. That's That's all I wanted to really hone in on with them, but... I want to segue to a person who's actually being consistent, who's who's actually taking those shots. And again, this is a like a damn near seven foot dude in mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo who is shooting pull up threes. What is your excuse, Ben Simmons? Fifty points. Giannis dropped fifty on the Utah Jazz at the crib. Pull up threes. Standstill threes, mid-range shots, post spins, dunks, layups, aggression. So, I'm gonna ask you, Eric, how how do you think Giannis's season so far has been going? But just like, keep that in mind. Giannis, Giannis is taking more threes and making more threes than Ben Simmons, who's six ten. No type of excuse. I mean, simply put, Giannis just wants it more. Yeah, you could tell from the moment that he gave he you know he came into this league that he wanted it like the day he stepped in because it's not like Giannis came in he was like slouching around and, and you know not doing nothing for the first you know couple years of his career like mm-hmm. when he really got his minutes he's always been going up since like 2013. He's been going yeah. up in score per game. From six, he doubled that to 12. Put that up to 17, put that up to 22, up to 27, up to 28, up to 31 this year. Come and on, he'll man. probably end up finishing at 35 if he keep balling like how he balling. Second in player efficiency rating, which technically I think he's tied for first because I think Luka's at 33 as well. Yeah. You... I mean, like you said, I mean, you said you didn't want to waste no more time on the last, you know, last two, but you got to call a spade a spade. It just don't seem like something is going on over there for them to not want to play for real. <laughs> yeah, they're tied for, they're, they're both tied for first. I don't know why they don't have it uh, as tied for first, but yeah, they're tied for first for player efficiency rating at 33. And my thing is Giannis don't even have Another star player. Yeah, he's doing this all by himself. And I, Chris well, Middleton was hurt. Let me say, I don't want to say it part. like that, but mm-hmm. he has been doing most of it by himself. Now, granted, the system for the Bucks is built around Giannis. We know that, yes. Yeah. But as far as having those players in the last four or five minutes to help Giannis close the game down, he's relying on, for the most part, role players. Yeah, and like I know Chris Milton is there and again. I don't want role players to be taken negatively, but he doesn't have A and B. Like, like imagine that if if he had a dominant center with him. Yeah, give him a, a um, shoot, even give him a younger Brooke Lopez. That's what I'm saying, give, bro. Give him a Dwight Howard. Give him a a, a JaVale McGee. Like these are like, like, like a dominant center. These are in their prime. Mid tier. Yeah. Centers, but still, like if you put that, put any of those guys with Giannis, and you got them taking the rebound, and Giannis already at the under end of the court, quite yeah. literally. But yeah, he, Andre Drummond he's... and Giannis. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> but um, that's why Giannis, for the most part, is my MVP. 
Lucas been balling, don't get me wrong, but they also have like damn near the best record in the league. It's the Lakers right now, but it's by like one or two games. It's very, very it's close. very close. But regardless, I mean, we'll we'll see, have a better view probably by January of yeah. you know what is what and who is who because we'll then only have like what four months left in the season. Yeah, but. I'm really just sitting here confused on as to why a lot of the teams that we looked at so highly or held to such a high regard have turned into mush so fast. Like, it wasn't like a lot of these teams just, like, you know, slowly got bad. Like A lot of these yeah. teams just was like... Spurs slowed down. The Suns are beginning to slow down, but that's... Yeah, they kind of plateauing. They don't have Aiden. And he'll so, be back like, when they had Aiden... It's within 25 games, so so I'm assuming, like, maybe the start of February. Yeah, that's not a Or late, or, or later, early January. I forget when, I but it's, it's within it's 25 games. It's probably early months. January. It's probably early okay. January. Maybe even late yeah, December. Yeah. Um, the Raptors hey, man, are still second. let's talk second. about this, man. I'm sorry. I was just kind of giving a little overview of the, the standing. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh. The Raptors are second, Heat at third, Celtics at fourth, Sixers at fifth, Pacers at sixth, Nets Ooh. at seventh, Hornets at eight, Lakers at one, Nuggets at two, Clippers at three, Mavs at four, Rockets at five, Jazz at six, Wolves at seven, Suns at eight. This is a completely different eight seeds than when we were just talking about it like last week. Yeah, bro. I mean, you cannot rely on changes. the West at all. Yeah, uh-huh. A lot changes in the West. The East might stay the same for the most part, and but the honestly, West... honestly, even that hasn't stayed the same besides the, the Bucks staying at one. Yeah, that's true. Like, every other team. I think the Raptors might have still been at two um, last time, but the rest of those yeah. guys? Wow. Crazy. Okay, now... Like you were saying before, let's go back to your favorite guy. The guy that Mello! should have been in the league a long time ago. We said that he just needed the right system and somebody to tell him, hey, man, don't try to go out and score 30 every fucking game. Wait. I'm not going to rant again, yeah. but all y'all who was saying Mello was washed, can't do X, Y, and Z correctly, <laughs> all this bullshit that I've been hearing. First game, yeah. He had 10 points, but then he had That's 18. His first game. You, well, not even. Now, I wouldn't even say it like that because you have to think about it. His first That's game, his first he had game, 10 bro. points in the NBA, and he hasn't played in, what, a year? Basically? That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. that's. It's not like it was just like a measly 10 points. Like, he's, okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? He's doing Melo has been he, hooping. He, he, they've been playing against, and they played against Milwaukee. He dropped 18 against Milwaukee. He just recently almost dropped 30 off a of 23 and 11 last yeah. night. You can't Come do, on, man. You can't do nothing about that, man. Melo going to probably end up finishing the season at I'll say 15 points a game. And see, that's that's all I need Melo to do for me if he That's started. a good Yeah. That's a good that's a good place to have him at. Yeah, bro. Cuz it's like the 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 Blazers don't need him to score like an absurd amount. They kind of need him to yeah. score to make up for what CJ has been lacking in lately. But at the same Dog. time, it's like wow, I'm gonna read this Mello. to you real quick, bro. I'm listening. Bro. 10 points his first game. 18 points in his second game. 11 points in the third game. 25 1923. And he was only, excuse me. Oh, he was leading scorer in one of those games where he had that 25, and he almost had the uh, the lead last night, too, didn't he? How much With did he score doubles. last night? Yeah. He scored 23 last uh, night. Five points I off. I think of Dame had 28. Yeah, Dame had 28, so he had 23. Five points off yeah. of being the leading scorer again. I think. Plus, he's giving you a double doubles with like the rebounding as well. He just looks a lot springier. Plus, for those first two losses, for one, they they went against Milwaukee, and for two, Dame didn't play two of those games. Yeah, and I see. So now they're starting to get back back into the rhythm. (laughs) CJ's starting to get his rhythm back too. So that's always good to see because we love CJ McCullum on this podcast. Um, Yeah, it's only because he he fights for the little guy. He fights for the little guy. 
All the six three young men out there, you can make it. Um, yes. What do you think that Portland's going to do for the rest of the season? Um, what do you think they'll finish in the standings, or if they'll even make the playoffs? I I've always stood by this. I'm not sure how, but I think Portland's going to make the playoffs. They make it every single year. They just had a very slow start. I know that that, that slow start can doom some teams, but teams are already starting to slow down. Some teams are starting to like turn their forces around. Right now, Portland's on the street. I'm pretty sure they'll make the playoffs. Um, I still stand by that. Um, it's all about seeding. Um, I'm just worried about who they would play in the playoffs. But if Carmelo can still give you that level of production, then at least you have a third option that you have to watch out for. So if Damon CJR Cole, Carmelo could be that person who gets it going. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and <clears throat> God, Jesus Christ, make sure you have water. Um they they're kind of chasing uh a very hard west. And I mean, might as well talk about them. Like the Rockets, they're kind of sitting in the middle at like a 12 and 6 where the Portland Trailblazers would normally be. Yeah. Uh for the year. That 8 and 12, do you think that they'll make 50 by January? Uh, they've lost how many of their last uh 10 games? Um they lost They won the last 3 and then they lost 4. Yeah, one, so they one, lost, lost to Cleveland and then Milwaukee, but... So they lost four straight, but right now they're on a three-win, and they play the Clippers tonight, so there's a chance they can win that. Uh, That'll be a great game. I actually kind of want to watch that. Uh, hopefully I I'm watch up. That for sure. That's on the third, though, so I don't know. I might be at work. Um, But still, do you think that... Are, is Melo the piece that the... the the Blazers needed to not plateau anymore, like to go beyond the the plateau. Do you think that I he would came in with that and kind of gave them that fire, like that almost like that Jimmy Butler fire? Like he came in here and was like, "Y'all niggas, y'all some dogs for real," but y'all playing. I agree ass. with that. Um, I don't, I don't believe he fixes all their problems. But the thing is, they have so many injuries. They need a consistent score to just come through mm -hmm. and fill in that scoring low. And so far, Melo's been doing that. And defensively, he hasn't been god awful. Like he—that he was his like, problem at first. Yes, like he looks like a person who um, has worked on his conditioning. And the more he gets his rhythm in over and over and over, saw them damn Hilly Melo clips from the last summer. That's, yeah. That was all his but, conditioning right there. He probably when they play the Rockets. That's going to be a great game. Bro. The Rockets, yeah, definitely. I'm excited yeah. to see him against every team that traded him. Yeah, bro. Because as much as we want to say, like, I mean, a lot, as much as people wanted to say that Melo was washed, we can't, you can't say that now. So what, <clears throat> you know, what do you have to say about him? What What can Who's you say? Who's Melo on the Rockets, though? I'm just trying to think. Because, like, I mean, you can say PJ, but they're going to probably try to put – PJ on either Dame or CJ since he's like their best perimeter defender. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I think it'll probably end up being dang that is a good question. See bro like just small stuff like that where it throws you different looks because then if you have to start paying attention I don't to know Melo, they might they don't start cooking they could mess around and. Cause where where do you think they're gonna put Russell? They gonna have Russell guard Dame. You think Russell gonna guard Dame? Well, then PJ Tucker probably end up still guarding. Uh, he'll CJ. probably still end up guarding. Nah, I don't know. They might have James guard CJ. Just because, oh, actually, yeah. Just because yeah, that's James they, they both. Size. Yeah, they the size and the uh, speed. They, that uh, that's the only thing. But I I mean, but the thing is, Portland plays a lot of pick and roll, so they'll probably. It'll probably switch often, yeah. But PJ, but it'll be between is, probably PJ Tucker and maybe mm -hmm. Ben Mclemore, because yeah. Eric Gordon's out right now. But I, I would say if Eric Gordon was in, it'll probably be him. Yeah. Um. Only because 
he is, as the kids say, thick. So thickums. Yeah, like yeah. But what um, is it? Two two forty five compared to two fifteen. Nah, actually, PJ Tucker might be the better choice here. Yeah, but I mean, it's fine. It's it's gonna it's think, gonna. I think it's gonna interchange just off the screen defense. Uh, it's, yeah, we for can't sure. just sit here and probably try to calculate who's gonna do what because. We yeah. don't have their coaching schemes, but it'll be a good game, though, for sure. It's definitely so. going to be one to watch. So if you guys are available, please watch that game. December 3rd, yeah. I believe this podcast will be up before December 3rd. Um, yep. Excuse me. Excuse me again. Um, now, speaking on the Rockets, do you think that the Rockets progression is going to get better? Or do you think that they'll drop below the already – you know they're they're twelve and six right now. Um, it's gonna get better because they haven't had like the easiest schedule. But like their next games, I'm looking at it right now. They got Atlanta. San so you Antonio. think that this will be like their catching of the groove time? Yeah, bro. Because they've gone on multiple win streaks. Like um, had a three game win streak. Then I think it was an eight game one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah. They lost twice, but all those games were were close at the very end. So, like, I think they'll get right. They're still trying to fine-tune things, but they're getting into, like, a nice little rhythm now. Um, like, so, yeah. out of the next, <clears throat> until January, I see them only really having a problem with maybe Toronto, just because they've mm-hmm. been oddly playing good. Um, I'll say. Oh, no, Toronto's been balling, so, yeah. They'll probably lose that game. I can see them losing that game because they got size. L.A., that's another game. I don't know. They might lose this Phoenix game because it's going to be on NBA TV. And for some reason, I, I feel like Phoenix. I feel like that NBA TV game is the NBA trying to hint at something. Maybe that'll be when Aiden come back and we'll be like, oh, my yeah. God, Aiden's back. Uh, Brooklyn, maybe. It'll be Brooklyn. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a hard maybe. Very, very heavy yeah. maybe. New Orleans, that's iffy because New Orleans can just randomly show up and be like, hey, man, we had to come drop you off real quick and go home. Sorry about that. Denver, yeah. again, that's another hard maybe too. So I could see them maybe losing one, two, three, maybe yeah. four games in the next month. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you, you're right. I mean, regardless, James Harden is going to still try to give you 38 as much as he can. So, we know that's a thing. <laughs> you know. So, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, I didn't want to just, you know, <laughs> go out of space or nothing. But I got a conspiracy, Jimmy. <laughs> and I know. <laughs> you gave me some good, good stats that kind of made me think of something, and I decided to. Uh, <clears throat> Hop in the conspiracy bag. Hop in the conspiracy bag. James Harden plays better when the strip clubs suck. Just saying. This is not cap. This is we n- have mathematical this, data. Now, conspiracy bag, like we said in the beginning of the season, conspiracy bag can be something that we feel is very, very, very true or very, very, very outlandish. This is very, very true. We have stats. We have actual we will tweet stats. This out. We, I will we tweet, will tweet out the we facts. We will tweet out the facts. You can check yeah. our Twitter, at TSCPod, for the facts, and you can see this graph. Um, it'll be a link to, like, the full thing if you want to read, like, the full story on Reddit. But James Harden, uh, he... In strip clubs in in Toronto. Toronto has some of the the worst rated strip clubs. (laughs) So I cannot believe that this is a conversation we are having right now. Toronto has some of the worst strip clubs in uh, in the NBA, I guess, schedule. Is that the word that we want to look for? Yeah. He he has some. Or landscape, maybe? Yeah. in, In the NBA landscape, they have some of the worst. (laughs) <laughs> they have some of the worst strip clubs in in the you know like the the NBA. Yep. Teams that have the the lowest strip club rating, he has some of his best games. How does that work? This is not like this dude did 
analysis on his best and worst games, and then he looked up. Shout out um, to the um, I have his name right here because we, we love Darren to give Ravel, credit. Right? No, Darren Ravel, he just retweeted it out. But the guy who uh, posted this on Reddit, mm-hmm. his username is Angry Centrist. Uh, he analyzed James Harden's performance in every NBA city to see if there was a correlation between his box score and the city's average strip club rating. Crazy. And Jimmy, now. You kind of explained this a little bit better, so go ahead yeah. and uh, explain to people the conclusion that this man kind of brought up based on James Harden. We'll kind of talk about maybe why that is. Right. So the <laughs> hypothesis he went in going in is James Harden, his box score declines like as far as turnovers, points per game, shooting efficiency, like all that stuff, right? So what he did was he went on Google and he searched like like the top 10 strip clubs per city and then he broke down like uh what the ratings were and found like an average rating for that respective nba city so then on top of that he he gathered all of the stats for uh, james harden and broke it down into this thing called the city strip club rating so that's the average google rating for the first 10 strip clubs so he called it that, right? And then uh, he he found what a poor performance w- was by finding variations in points, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free throw percentage, assists, and turnovers. So he compared Harden's overall season average to the city-specific season average. Um, there's subpar and very subpar performances. So subpar for, for Harden is worse than season average. Very subpar is 20% plus worse. So after doing all the math, which we'll tweet out, and also the graphs, um, Harden's best performance comes in cities with the worst strip club. So Toronto hasn't had it. Harden was going crazy on on Toronto consistently. But Harden's worst performance comes in cities with the best strip club. Miami. Now this season alone, Miami, Miami. blew their ass out by like thirty to forty points. Th- this season alone, that's why you know what. And do they play Miami again before January? No, they don't. Thank God. Now they played Miami, but they came back to Houston and he cooked them. Yeah, but that's in Houston. But like now, he's he's used to Houston. So yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like a lot of people are probably out there thinking like, oh, but he lives in Houston. That's where the best strip clubs are. Yes, yeah. but that's also where his home is. So he can go home, rest up, you know what I'm saying, relax. Yeah. Or he can go to the strip club after the game and then go home. Yes. Moral of the story is here, James Harden needs to go to the strip clubs after he goes to the games. This man comes Oh, but that's to- not even the worst part, Eric. Guess what's really funny? What's up? Salt Lake City, Utah, Yes. has the third ranked strip clubs of all NBA cities. So when you really think about how James Harden performed – against Utah in the playoffs back-to-back, he never really had breakout games consistently for, like, five. So, in total, he played ten games. And one of those games, I believe it was game five last year, I believe, he literally went 0 for, I think, 10 or 12 and was only making free throws. And then down the stretch, he hit shots. That's a sign, bro. Very, very This is data. sign. You can't you can't dispute data. <laughs> that's, nope. that's fact. You, can, <laughs> you, can't, you cannot you can't dispute data. You cannot dispute data. AKA, so now you've heard it here first on the Space Creators Podcast. For you all of you first, all of you NBA scouts out there, if you wanna beat the beard, you tell your city and you go in there and you get your your local land developer and you say, Sir, I need you to build the biggest strip club you can. And I need you to come, and and then you have to go in there like you do as yourself, the NBA scout. I want you to go in that strip club, and I want you to hire every single girl that you think James Harden will like in that strip club. And every single year, you buy that strip club, and you say, James Harden, you get free whatever if you come to the strip club. And make it the best darn strip club you can give that man. And I guarantee you, the Houston Rockets will not win over 12 games. <laughs> unless, the, unless the Houston Rockets themselves ban James Harden from strip clubs. Listen, if that's how you, if you want to fix it, 
the Rockets, the, do, the, the, this is my, you know, my message to the Houston Rockets. Come back to the fourth episode of the Space Creators podcast, and I want you, <laughs> and I want you to listen around the hour mark, and you'll get your answers on how to get your James Harden back. For now, all the other teams listening, make your best strip clubs now if you want to get that dub. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, do you have anything to tell the scouts in the NBA so they can they can beat the beard too? Um. Also, keep in mind Harden and Westbrook are homies. So if you make these strip clubs, Russell gonna go with him too, and he already gets turnovers regularly. So make sure you get up on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might have to. You might have to figure out a way to get him in there. I think he's married, but um, regardless, <laughs> he still go. You, you're right. You're right. You're right. He, he, he got the bag. He got the bag. So, yeah. um. <laughs> No, seriously, though. Like, ser- like I- I'm being so serious. Detroit, put better strip clubs in your city. We need James Harden to lose every time he comes. <laughs> I want to be. I want our record against the Houston Rockets for the next five years to be every game they come to Detroit, they lose. Um, I think that's gonna do it for us. Yep. That uh, today was kind of a more short episode, but that was more so because we talked your ears off last episode. Yeah. Um, I'm trying things a little bit differently with the editing of the audio, so hopefully it sounds better. I'm going to be using a different program, Audacity Sucks. I'm using it currently to record, but that's only because I just didn't want it to mess up while we're recording because we we don't want a repeat of our first three weeks of this podcast. Yeah, so, exactly. um, yeah, Jibby, of course, we ask this at the end of every episode. How do you think that the podcast went? I think this one went well. I feel like we were able to get through a lot of stuff. There's still improvements that we can uh, make, but we were able to hit all of the points we needed to. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm happy about it. I think that we can we can always get better. Again, if you guys have any suggestions, you can email us, spacecreatorspod at gmail.com. Tweet us or DM us. I don't know if our DMs are open. If not, I'll open them just because we're a small account right now. And maybe if we get bigger, I'll close them. But for now, they'll be open. Uh, hit us up. Any feedback, of course. TSC Pod on Twitter. Again, TSC Pod. If we should get an Instagram, let us know. Maybe we'll have it and uh, post highlights or something if we can find a way to do that uh, legally. And uh, yeah, I've been your host, Jet. Jibby has been your analyst. Jibby. Yes, sir. And uh, <laughs> We'll see you on the next time. Me, myself, can you please hit us with the music? Do, 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 do. I'm going to catch y'all. Yeah, do, 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 do. All right. Let's go.